0: A Landris is a domesticated, locally adapted, traditional variety of a species of animal or plant that has developed over time, through adaptation to its natural and cultural environment of agriculture and pastoralism, and due to isolation from other populations of the species. 1. Landresses are generally distinguished from cultivars and breeds in the standardized sense Although the term Landris breed is sometimes used as distinguished from the term standardized breed when referring to cattle, five specimens of a landrace tend to be genetically very similar, though more diverse than members of a standardized or formal breed. Some standardized animal breeds originate from attempts to make landraces more consistent through selective breeding and a Landris may become a more formal breed with the creation of a breed registry and or publication of a breed standard. In such a case, one may think of the Landris as a stage in breed development. However, in other cases, formalizing a landress may result in the genetic resource of a landress being lost through crossbreeding. Landresses are distinct from ancestral wild species of modern stock, and separate species or subspecies derived from the same ancestor as modern domestic stock. Not all Landresses derive from ancient stock largely unmodified by human breeding interests. In several cases, most commonly dogs and horses, Domestic animals have escaped in sufficient numbers in an area to breed feral populations that, through evolutionary pressure, can form new landresses in only a few centuries. In other cases, simple failure to maintain breeding regimens can do the same. For example, selectively bred cultivars can become new landresses when loosely selective reproduction is applied. Increasing adoption of and reliance upon modern, purposefully selected plant strains, considered improved, scientifically bred to be uniform and stable, has led to a reduction in biodiversity. The majority of the genetic diversity of domesticated species lies in landraces and other traditionally used varieties, a reservoir of genetic resources. Characteristics general features that characterize a landrace may include it is morphologically distinctive and identifiable i.e. has particular and recognizable characteristics or properties yet remains dynamic. It is genetically adapted to and has a reputation for being able to withstand the conditions of the local environment including climate disease and pests even cultural practices. It is not the product of formal, governmental, organizational, or private breeding programs and may lack systematic selection, development, and improvement by breeders. It is maintained and fostered less deliberately than a standardized breed. With its genetic isolation principally a matter of geography acting upon whatever animals that happen to be brought by humans to a given area. It has a historical origin in a specific geographic area, will usually have its local names, and will often be classified according to the intended purpose. Where yield, e.g. of a grain or fruit crop, can be measured, a Landris will show high stability of yield, even under adverse conditions, but a moderate yield level, even under carefully managed conditions. At the level of genetic testing, its heredity will show a degree of integrity, but still some genetic heterogeneity, i.e. genetic diversity. Not every source on the topic enumerates each of these criteria, and they may be weighted differently depending on a given source's focus, example, governmental regulation, biological sciences, agribusiness, anthropology and culture, environmental conservation, pet keeping, and breeding, etc. Additionally, not all cultivars agreed to be landresses exhibit all possible landriss characteristics. Plant landresses have been the subject of more intensive study, and the majority of the academic literature about landresses is focused on agricultural botany, not animal husbandry. Most plant landresses are associated with traditional agricultural systems. While many landress animals are associated with farming, other domestic animals have been put to use as modes of transportation, as companion animals, for sporting purposes, and other non-farming uses, so their geographic distribution may differ. For example, horse landresses are less common. Because human use of them for transport has meant that they have moved with people more commonly and constantly than most other domestic animals, reducing the incidence of populations locally genetically isolated for extended periods. Terminology The word Landras means country breed, German, Landrass, and close cognates of it are found in various Germanic languages. The term was first defined, in German, by Kurt von Grumper in 1908, and more clearly described, in Dutch, in 1909 by U. J. Mansholt, who wrote that Landresses have better stability of their characteristics and resistance capacity to tolerate adverse influences, but lower production capacity than cultivars, and are apt to change genetically when moved to another environment. H. Kiesling added in 1912 that a Landris is a mixture of phenotypic forms despite relative outward uniformity and great adaptability to its natural and human environment. The word entered non-academic English in the early 1930s by way of the Danish Landris pig, a particular breed of lop swine. Aside aside from some standardized breeds having Landress in their names, actual Landresses and standardized breeds are sometimes further confused when the word breed is used very broadly. As one example, a glossary in a Food and Agriculture Organization of the United Nations, FAO, guideline defines Landris, or Landris breed, treated synonymously as a breed that has largely developed through adaptation to the natural environment and traditional production system in which it has been raised. It also defines breed expansively, and in multiple ways, with a focus on treating differing senses, Landris breed, and standardized breed, as the equivalent for genetic management purposes The focus of the FAO guideline. It does clearly distinguish between the two concepts, however, both with a distinct definition of standardized breed and in the main body of the guideline, referring to the interaction between landraces and standardized breeds, and that FAO document uses breed to mean the unit of conservation, i.e. the specific population of animals that is to be conserved. Similarly, the Oxford English Dictionary defines landrace as a local cultivar or animal breed that has been improved by traditional agricultural methods, without specifying which definition of the breed is cross-referenced. The definition is also at odds with some peer-reviewed material, in which lack of formal, scientific breeding for genetic improvement, e.g. uniformity and stability, is characteristic of Landrises. Such sources clearly distinguish Landrises from cultivars. A Landruss native to, or produced for a long time, e.g. 100 years or longer, within the agricultural system in which it is found is referred to as an autochthonous landrace, while an introduced one is termed an alochthonous landrace. Within academic agronomy, the term autochthonous landrace is sometimes used with a more specific productivity-related definition, synthesized by A.C. 7 from previous definitions beginning with Manscholtz. It is not often encountered outside that field. A. These terms are most often applied to plants, with animals more often being referred to as indigenous or native. B. Many languages do not use separate terms, like landress and breed in English, but instead rely on extended description to convey such distinctions. C. The FAO Notes. The distinction between breeds and ecotypes within breeds is not very objective and generally involves cultural rather than genetic factors. The term Landris breed is sometimes encountered. In various domestic species, including pigs, goats, sheep, and geese, some standardized breeds include Landris in their names and Landris breeds with capital L, is sometimes used to refer to them collectively. D, but may be used more ambiguously to include actual Landresses. E, similar ambiguity may be encountered in the use of terms such as ancient breed, native breed, not to be confused with native species, old breed, and indigenous breed. Farmers Variety usually applied to local cultivars or seen as intermediate between a Landress and a cultivar, may also include Landresses when referring to plant varieties not subjected to formal breeding programs. The term breed itself has multiple de- definitions and uses, F, some of which may encompass the concept of Landresses. For example, the FAO Commission on Genetic Resources for Food and Agriculture CGRFA, guideline defines breed for genetic management purposes that overlaps with many definitions of Landris and defines Landris or Landris breed as a type of breed. Biodiversity and Conservation Due to their adaptation to the local environment, some farmers using scientifically improved domesticates also continue to raise landresses because the latter often exhibit benefits ranging from lower cost and cultural, e.g. culinary, preference to superior hardiness in a less-than-ideal climate and better disease resistance. There may be more variety-specific pluses, A plant landress may have, example, lower fertilizer requirements, or something about a plant or animal products' texture, color, or ease of use might be a major factor. Landresses are often free from much intellectual property and other regulatory encumbrances. However, in some jurisdictions, a focus on their production may result in missing out on some benefits afforded to producers of genetically selected and homogenous organisms, including breeders' rights legislation, easier availability of loans and other business services, even the right to share seed or stock with others, depending on how favorable the laws in the area are to high-yield agribusiness interests. As Regine Anderson of the Fridjof Nansen Institute, Norway, and the Farmers' Rights Project puts it, agricultural biodiversity is being eroded. This trend is putting at risk the ability of future generations to feed themselves. To reverse the trend, new policies must be implemented worldwide. The irony of the matter is that the poorest farmers are the stewards of genetic diversity. Protecting farmer interests and protecting biodiversity is at the heart of the International Treaty on Plant Genetic Resources for Food and Agriculture, the Plant Treaty for short, under the Food and Agriculture Organization of the United Nations, FAO, who its concerns are not exclusively limited to landresses plants In 2005, a working definition of plant landraces was proposed: a dynamic population of a cultivated plant that has historical origin, distinct identity, and lacks formal crop improvement, as well as often being genetically diverse, locally adapted, and associated with traditional farming systems. Another definition, dating to 1975, of the term Landris is used in botany and by extension in agriculture, horticulture, anthropology, etc. was provided by by J. R. Harlan. Landris populations are often highly variable in appearance but they are each identifiable morphologically and have certain genetic integrity. Farmers usually give them local names A Landris has particular properties or characteristics. Some are considered early maturing and some late. Each has a reputation for adaptation to particular soil types according to the traditional peasant soil classifications, e.g. heavy or light, warm or cold, dry or wet, strong or weak. They also may be classified according to expected usage, among cereals, different landraces are used for flour, for porridge, for bulgur, and for malt to make beer, etc. All components of the plant population are adapted to local climatic conditions, cultural practices, and disease and pests. But most importantly, they are genetically diverse. They are balanced populations, variable, in equilibrium with both environment and pathogens and genetically dynamic. Development Landris plants are grown from seeds that have not been systematically selected and marketed by seed companies nor developed by plant breeders. The label landraces include all those regional cultigens that are highly heterogeneous but with enough characteristics in common to permit their recognition as a group. This includes all cultigens cultivated without any specific nomenclature and value. A landrace identified with a unique feature, and selected for uniformity over some time for maintenance of the characteristic features of the population, can evolve into a farmer's variety, or even a modern cultivar as in many crops. For example, the Janus Cajun Mardi in the case of pigeon peas. Conversely, a modern cultivar grown over time can evolve into a landrace, especially when self-seeded and some human sele- selection is applied. Conservation efforts A significant proportion of farmers around the world continue to grow landrace crops. However, as industrialized agriculture spreads, cultivars, which are selectively bred for high yield, rapid growth, disease, and drought resistance, and other commercial production values, are supplanting many landraces, putting more and more of them at risk of extinction. Using Europe as an example, data collected for an agricultural study published in 2008 showed that landris cereal crops began to decline in Europe in the 19th century with selective seed improvements and continued with varietal improvement in the 20th century such that cereal landrises have largely fallen out of use in Europe. Landris cultivation in Central and Northwest Europe was almost eradicated by the early 20th century due to economic pressure to grow improved modern cultivars. While many in the region are already extinct, some have survived in commercial European farming by being passed from generation to generation of farmers, and have also been revived by enthusiasts outside Europe to preserve European agricultural and food heritage elsewhere. These survivals are usually for specific uses, such as thatch, and traditional European cuisine and craft beer brewing. Systematic preservation efforts for these cereal strains are ongoing, in situ, and online searchable germplasm collections, seed banks, coordinated by Biodiversity International, and the National Institute of Agricultural Botany, UK. However, more may need to be done, because plant genetic variety, The source of crop health and seed quality depends on a diversity of landresses and other traditionally used varieties. Efforts, as of 2008, were mostly focused on Iberia, the Balkans and European Russia and dominated by species from mountainous areas. Despite their incompleteness, These efforts have been described as crucial in preventing the extinction of many of these local ecotypes. Ecotypes Animals One definition of a landrus applied to both plants and animals is which has developed over a long period and as a result has adapted to the local natural environment in which it lives. Geneticist D. Philip Sponenberg described animal breeds as consistent and predictable genetic entities falling into several classes, the landrus, the standardized breed, modern type breeds, industrial strains, and feral populations. He describes landruses as an early stage of breed development, created by a combination of a founder effect, isolation, and environmental pressures. Isolation prevents the further introduction of genetic material. Human selection for production goals is typical of most landresses. One definition of a landress as applied to animals, is a biological race of, domestic, animal adapted to thrive in a specific land or locality. Another, applied to both plants and animals, is a variety which has developed over a long period, and as a result has adapted to the local natural environment in which it lives. Cats There are various distinctive landresses of domestic cats around the world, including the Aegean, Cyprus, domestic long-haired, domestic short-haired, Kelis, and Soko, among others. The Van cat of modern-day Turkey is a Landress of symbolic and disputed cultural value to Turks, Armenians, and Kurds. Many standardized breeds have rather recently, within a century or less, been derived from Landresses. Examples often called natural breeds include Arabian Mau, Egyptian Mau, Korat, Karelian Bobtail, Maine Coon. Manx, Norwegian forest cat, Siberian, and Thai, which is the Landris ancestor of modern Siamese cats, among many others. In some cases, such as the Turkish Angora and Turkish Van breeds, and their possible derivation from the Van cat Landris, the relationships are not entirely clear. Cattle. Cattle. Yakutian cattle, a landrace from the Sakha Republic, part of the Russian Federation, noted as the northernmost landrace and the most genetically dissimilar of all cattle. This group of cattle may represent a fourth aurochs domestication event and the third event among Bos taurus type aurochs and may have diverged from the Near East group some 35,000 years ago. Yakushin cattle are the last remaining native Toronto-Mongolian cattle breed in Siberia, and one of only a few pure Toronto-Mongolian breeds remaining worldwide. 31. Studies of autosomal DNA markers show a high genetic distinctiveness and point to long-term genetic isolation from other breeds. Geographic isolation beyond the normal northern limit of the species range can be assumed to be the cause. Icelandic cattle, with a population dating from the era of Icelandic settlement, they are likely the oldest landris in Europe, owing to their genetic isolation for most of that time. Other examples of Landris bovines include piney woods, Florida cracker, Ankle Watusi, and Randall cattle. Dogs. Dog Landresses and the selectively bred dog breeds that follow breed standards vary widely depending on their origins and purpose. 35. Landresses in dogs are defined as dog or any livestock animal has been bred without a formal registry, although their breeders may have kept written or informal pedigrees of their animals. These are distinguished from dog breeds that have breed standards, breed clubs, and registries. Registries. Landris dogs have more variety in their appearance than do standardized dog breeds. An example of a dog Landris with a related standardized breed with a similar name is the Collie. The Scotch Collie is a landress, while the Rough Collie and the Border Collie are standardized breeds. They can be very different in appearance, though the Rough Collie in particular was developed from the Scotch Collie by inbreeding to fix certain highly desired traits. In contrast to the Landris, in the various standardized Collie breeds, purebred individuals closely match a breed standard appearance, but might have lost other useful characteristics, and have developed undesirable traits linked to inbreeding. Similarly, the ancient Landris dogs of the Fertile Crescent that led to the Saluki breed excels in running down game across open tracts of the hot desert, but confirmation bred individuals of the breed might not be able to chase and catch desert hares. The now extinct St. John's Water Dog, a landrace that was developed in Newfoundland, Canada, was the foundational stock for several purpose-bred dogs, such as the Labrador Retriever, Chesapeake Bay Retriever, Cape Shore Water Dog, and Newfoundland. Another example of a North American Landress, the Carolina Dog or Yellow Dog, was developed from dogs originally from Asia. It has also been established now as a standardized breed. Goats British primitive goat, a landrace dating to the Neolithic era, and possibly existing as feral herds for that long. Icelandic goat, a landrace which like many other animal breeds in Iceland, can be reliably dated to the age of settlement, a little over 1,000 years ago. The population is presumed to have been genetically isolated for nearly the entirety of that period. Spanish Goat, the native Landress of Spain that survives in larger numbers in the American South as the Brush Goat or Scrub Goat, among other names. Some standardized, selective breeds that are derived from Landresses include the Dutch Landress, Swedish Landress, and Finnish Landress Goats. The confusingly named Danish Landress is a modern mix of three different breeds, one of which was a Landress named Breed. Sheep, Shetland Sheep, Spalesaw Sheep, which dates to the Iron Age, Welsh Mountain Sheep, Barbados Blackbelly, Icelandic Sheep, Horses, Ponies, and Donkeys. It is rare for Landresses among domestic horses to remain isolated due to human use of horses for transportation thus causing horses to move from one local population to another. Examples of horse landresses include isolated island populations, such as the Shetland pony and Icelandic horse, insular landresses in Greece and Indonesia, and, on a broader scale, new world populations derived from the founder stock of colonial Spanish horse. The Yakutian and Mongolian horses of Asia have unimproved characteristics. The heavy draft type of domestic horse, developed in Europe, has itself differentiated into many separate landresses or breeds. The wild progenitor of the domestic horse is now extinct. The Przewalski's horse, Equus Ferris przewalskii. Is a wholly separate subspecies with a different number of chromosomes than domesticated horses, E.F. caballus, and has never been successfully domesticated. Pigs. The Mulefoot pig breed originated as a Landrus, but has been a standardized breed since the early 1900s. The standardized swine breeds named Landrus are not Landruses and often not even derived from one but from other breeds with landrus in their names. The Danish Landris pig breed, pedigreed in 1896 from the actual local landrus, is the principal ancestor of the American Landras, the 1930s. The Swedish Landrus is derived from the Danish and from other Scandinavian breeds, as was the British Landris breed, which was established as late as 1950. The Bodan Pig was once a Fira Landris on Kangaroo Island, South Australia. Poultry. Landris chicken varieties include Danish Hen. A true landress is native to Denmark. Icelandic chicken. Gerhongs. A Landris breed native to Norway. Swedish Flower Hen Landris duck varieties include Danish Landris duck A true Landris is native to Denmark, or perhaps a former one. The modern Danish Landris duck is somewhat interbred. Swedish Blue Duck, a modern breed, is derived from a Landris of the same name. Landris Goose varieties include Pilgrim Goose, a North American Landris, thought to descend from Western European stock dating back to the 17th century. The variety is associated with the Mayflower Pilgrims of Plymouth Colony and has also been standardized as a formal breed since 1939. Asterisk 20 Landris Goose Navy derived from True Landris Geese Danish Landris Goose A True Landris. Note: Many standardized breeds named Landris, e.g. the 20 Landris Goose, are not true Landris breeds, but may be derived from them. Rabbits Gotland Rabbit, a rare Landris of Sweden, not entirely limited to Gotland, subject to conservation, but not development efforts by breeders. Melarud Rabbit, a very rare Landris of Sweden, subject to conservation, but not development efforts by breeders.